0: All right, so the question is, are you struggling with posting social media content? I know that it takes a lot of time, and we, Massage Core Academy, are doing all of the work for you, introducing our Done For You membership, all of the social media stuff that you need to level up your business. You can go to MassageCoreAcademy.com and sign up right now.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette, and today is our MCA Q&A. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo. My sister always makes fun of me because whenever she calls me, um, never mind the fact that her ringtone is absolutely the most annoying rap song that she picked out probably 10 years ago, and I can't get rid of it. Um, but when I answer, I always say, hello, hello, hello.
0: Huh? I wonder where that comes from.
1: Uh, probably here. I mean, I've been three years of this, bro. <laughs> talking,
0: talking about walking the walk, huh? Right. Um, <clears throat> as you may see i am wearing my throwback Biofreeze shirt you are this shirt folks is 10 9 10 years old yeah yeah super
1: old it's, it's been so featured old. on here before i think this. i know i told you last time you have to like either have amy sew that you just you can't you have to leave it it's just part of the shirt yeah. now
0: so I, I have a hole in my armpit for this. i want that cool
1: shirts see. like I want cool shirts like you so i'm going to go to goodwill and pick out some yeah shirts. oh so i well we, okay so we
0: have we used to have a couple of salvation armies up here that had really they were really good shops and i got from there some good schoolhouse rocks some woody woodpecker some really good throwbacks i have one schoolhouse rock that i've had forever my sister gave it to me when i was when we when we was kids um and <laughs> I but I find like some really cool throwbacks there. Yeah, uh, you know you have to be consistent in searching and don't give in to just whatever. You know, have a mission. But it's got some. Really oh, I love. Cool listen,
1: shirts. I love thrift shopping. I love it. Headphones in, and I just I just bebop down down the aisles. It's mainly for shirts because I don't. I choose not to spend a crap ton of money on like professional shirts with uh, a logo. Um, because I am all over the place. Like my shirts just they just get oil. I like this is gonna come off really bad, but the less clothing the better. Like leggings and a shirt. Like I can't do I'm I'm not comfortable in an apron. I don't even wear the massage belt for my lube, for my I should say lotion. Do you wear do you
0: wear a name tag? Because you can have a branded name tag, then that literally goes with every shirt.
1: I did when I first started.
0: I'm thinking more for when you're out there, you know, at your BNI groups, your chamber of commerce events. Your, oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: slap on a magnetic name tag. Don't get a pin one. Those ones will ruin your shirts. But get a magnetic one. That
1: Oh, yeah, when I'm expect. out, like when I'm out and about, like if I'm going like when I went to Crunch Fitness like months and months ago, like I I made sure that I had my little magnetic name tag from way back in the day on. So if I'm networking or if I'm at an event, um whether private or whatever, like my name tags on.
0: I I have such cringy thoughts sometimes. You said out and about and I in my head went, oh, no, boo!" I am so I I, it's, it's good that I don't vocalize some things. I had to share that one, though, because it was just so ridiculous in my you can I don't know if you know this in your head, you can do any accent you want. You want to do an Australian accent? Think of it in your head. It's perfect. Try and say it out loud. Totally different. Right. Right, So, if you want, to, so it sounds so great in my head, and then i I have this battle, and I'm like, I wonder what it'll sound like when I say it out loud, and then I do it, I'm like, oh, I totally butchered it and I look like such a yeah, I do I've saved stuff.
1: I've saved them from for later sometimes, like I've had the urge to do it, and then I wait till like I'm the only person and then I try it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, or I'll,
0: I'll do, do it, it under my breath <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: just for myself, oh man, anyways, let's oh. talk let's talk about some business stuff. So we got. MCA QA, and a we have some submitted questions, some found questions. Um, why don't you kick us off with what the first major question is, and let's see what we can do to help some folks.
1: Okay, so last week we talked about, wow, I'm hitting puberty. Um, last week we uh, had a little bit of a discussion about like bad reviews, bad feedback, and taking offense and whatever, and we're going to kind of connect right into this. Um, responding to a negative review via Google, Massage Book, like somebody jumped on or followed a link and typed it in and hit send and whatever it is. Um, there is one answer and we have covered this before. Um, and honestly, it is, in, in my opinion, it is the best possible solution that doesn't require any kind of support or like self-boosting to do. You put the ball in their court. And this is strictly, in my opinion, for online reviews or if somebody privately emails you and says like, hey, I had this experience, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Anything that's not face-to-face, put it that way. All you do, somebody says, this massage was horrible, don't go to this place, it sucks. All you do, whether they're anonymous or they have a name, like you could know them or not know them, you leave a review and you, or you leave a response and you say, hey, I am so sorry that your expectations were not met. Can you please give us a call so that we can make this right? That might not be the, off the top of my head, that's the concept, that might not be the right wording. Um, You're usually better with more professional wording or at least options. Everybody
0: will figure out their wording, right? It's, at the end of the day, what you wanna do is you want to, you're not apologizing um, what you're doing is you're, you're saying, we want to thank you for your feedback. That's what you're doing, right? right? So first thing first, you're making them feel heard. Thank you so much for your feedback. You can apologize. You can say, so sorry that you had the experience that you had, but we really want to make things right for you. Right. right? So it, it, you don't have to do the apology part if you don't want to because the reality is you don't know the full story yet. They could be right. just talking out of their butt right but but it's
1: okay if you feel like if that comes out naturally like i would say it's okay i would say it's okay to say i'm sorry but correlate it for to their i'm sorry you had that experience not i'm sorry the massage sucked
0: right Because their experience might be their interpretation of and they might just need to be heard and you might just have to go through what the expectations really were you might be able to fix your process to make your expectations a little bit better to eliminate that from the future, but back to the review. um, Thank you so much for your feedback It's super important to us, Uh, you know, sorry that you had the experience you had but we'd really like to make things right for you. Let's connect. Right. Yeah. And you mentioned put it in their court. So I did some consulting work for a pretty big um, landscape uh, company out here in Michigan, and um, they said, what, "What do we need to do? We, we we're, we're finding we're at this plateau of growth. We you know we've we've gone through a couple of different marketing managers. We've um, really ramped up our sales, but we're fi- at this plateau." And I said, "You need to resolve your process for your online reputation." Plain and simple, you're at a 4.3 Google rating. That's not bad, but it's not great. Fix it, right. and we put a process in place. And within 30 days, they had already begun to see an increase in their sales because people were calling to get review to get uh, service because they started populating on Google because they were getting reviews and then they were responding to the negative ones within 24 hours. But putting it in their co- in the, in their hands, so- and
1: that's what you do by saying, "Let's connect," right?
0: Right. So you can do it by email or you can do it. I like email because that if you're in sessions and you can't answer the phone, now you've compounded some of the negative uh, experience that they already have. But if you do by email now, now it's on your terms on when to respond. So um, you you go into Google G Suite or whatever email service provider you have and you add a alias that says uh, we care at in your business name, whatever your domain is. Right. So yours would be we care at interroots now that's the one that you that you put out there you know when they're emailing that particular e- address you know how to respond to it um mm-hmm. but most importantly it's not just email me at jeanette or info or hello it's we care that right. that's kind of a big deal when people see that it's just an email address not a big deal add all of these small little details up it turns into something substantial so well and
1: it kind of helps you to kind of filter it care. out
0: yeah, yeah. So like connect you with know, us at we care. WeCare. Yeah. Um, looking forward to chatting with you soon. Um, yeah. You will see that most people when they're leaving negative feedback because they didn't feel heard or cared about will respond to that. They will immediately say, hey, listen, I left a review. Uh, you asked me to reach out. Um, this is me reaching out. Or they'll go into their story or they'll say, "When? how can we connect, right? But you put the ball in their court. Now they have the opportunity to respond to you. But if they don't, Right. Let's then just say they don't. they don't. But the public sees that you cared.
1: Yes. That's the right? important and that's
0: part. That's the other part of it. That's the that's sixty percent of the hundred percent is that you've publicly said, um, your feedback's important. We want to apologize for the experience you had, but we really want to make this right. Connect with us. As far right. as the public's concerned, this is resolved. Right? Yep. And if it's not resolved, they still know that you care. So you've won either way. So my opinion, that's how you respond to negative reviews is you put it in their, in their hands, but you do it in a way that says we care about you. Let's fix this. Let's work together to make this right.
1: Right. And it is not fake because you do care. Sure. Your initial reaction might be, you know, the middle finger or whatever, but you do care because you're clearly affected by that review
0: absolutely and you could do but, that for google you can do that for massage book you can do that for any entity um okay. really you should be focusing on getting google reviews uh, massage book reviews are great uh but at the end of the day what do people do they go to google to search for massage near me um i, I was talking with a client earlier today it, you call it prenatal massage but i you know what the public the general public they call it um they just call it pregnancy massage because that's what they know it as, right? So modify your website to cater to them so that when they're searching for that, you show up, right? So update your Google, work on your Google reviews because that's where people go to ask questions and you should be the obvious choice
1: for them there. Oh gosh, that's a whole other loaded topic. Next, Um, bounced checks. Uh, There are still a few people out there that are taking checks. I take checks because I started seven years ago and I have kind of uh i have probably like at least 30 percent of my clientele is 60 and above so like if checks work best for their budget check it is i like, like
0: checks there's no processing fee.
1: <laughs> i know i know but I like checks on the unfortunate circumstance that somebody's check bounces first of all don't assume that they were stupid and can't budget stuff happens i'm sure we've all been there when you've overdrafted your account um uh Really, the there's not a way to really prevent this because you can't control whether or not they have money to pay for it, but you can avoid it happening or at least get your stuff covered, but you have to have it in your policy. So in your waiver that they sign on your online intake, you need to have a statement that says, um, you know, in regards to bounce checks, uh, uh, the client or the bank owner or however you want to legally say that is responsible for covering any fees related to, but not limited to bounce checks, whatever that is, however that looks. Yeah, find out um, from your
0: bank what they charge you for bouncing a check. Let's call it 25 Yeah, You don't need to make money off of them, but you do right. need to understand that there might be a little bit of inconvenience. So there's nothing wrong with saying 30 bucks. okay? It's not to make right. $5. It's to say, I now have to deal with something. My time is worth something, so right. I'm going to charge an additional $5 on this because that will eliminate this as an issue going forward. Right. And if you want to waive it because it was a uh, issue, that's up to you, but it's in your policy so right. that you can enforce it.
1: Right right exactly and you don't even have to give it a number because sometimes banks change those things so you just say equal to whatever the fee give it a number doesn't matter but put it in your waiver also it, yep. <laughs> i
0: was i was just i was gonna say your um, reaction so, so, i was gonna say some of you might be uh you know doing corporate chair massage and a lot of companies like to pay with check right and so it might be in your policy that you require a deposit um my suggestion do what you will. My suggestion is require that deposit to be on a card and then the remainder you can take as a check. And the reason for that is the last thing you wanna do, if you go in and you use six hours worth of corporate massage and you've chalked that up to be a uh, $2,500 event or whatever it is, I don't know what the numbers are, but you've done, you know, we'll call $2,500 and you've taken 500 as a deposit, 2,000 as a check, Cool, but you're not out to 500 If they don't pay or it's impossible to follow up with them, you may have trouble recouping all of that. But having that card on file, they're going to agree on the contract that you can auto-charge that if need be. Right. Um, put that in your policy as well. So if you're doing big-ticket items, yeah, like corporate events or – uh you know nonprofit fundraising events or whatever something where it's going to be you know several hundred or thousands of dollars mm-hmm. protect yourself and get a card on file uh and just go to stripe or or square and just put it in as an invoice as a payment link because it's it's going to protect you when it comes time to recoup the remaining
1: balance right and you you are the expert on how those events work i'm not going to get into it right now but You cannot let them tell you, no, this is the way we'll pay you. You say, okay if you want my services, this is a big event. This is this is how I do it. It's either yay or nay. Um, You're also going to put it in, um, if you want to, uh, a reminder email. And I say the reminder email, uh, not the confirmation email, because your reminder emails are going to go out whatever your cadence is, three days, two days, day beforehand. So they'll read it and they'll see like, oh, that's right. I'm paying with check. I need to make sure that money's in my account. Because if you put it in the confirmation email and they've booked the appointment a month in advance, null and void. Like it's in one ear not the other.
0: And and humanize the way you word it, right? You don't want to be like, uh, don't forget, there's a fee for your check bounces. What you want to say is, we got you. We take check. We take cash. We take... It's just how you phrase the wording to in that reminder email, and you can do it in a way where it still gets the job done, but isn't uh, corporate-y, right? It right. doesn't have that um, stale feel to it.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Use your own words. Use your own words, folks.
0: Uh, oh, I was going to bring up a reference. You So with my photo booth company, we do a deposit, and then 14 days before the event, we take the remaining payment. Yeah, so we, on the company side, on the, on the big ticket side, we'll call it, we take payment before we, before we even deliver services. Right. Because in our contract, we've agreed that we're going to show up and do our job just as much as they've agreed to pay for the services. Right. So uh, you don't always have to do services rendered prior to payment. It's up to you. And if they agree, if you both mutually agree to the terms, those are the terms.
1: Right, right. I'm going to put that down for a topic. Put that down. That's a good one. We haven't haven't talked about like chair massage or general events in a while. Okay. Uh, Ooh, last one. Such a good one. I have the solution. Handling a no call, no show. Take a deposit. Most online booking programs allow you um, the option. Even, I mean, the lowest one, the lowest costing one out there right now is MassageBook. And they even have the option to A, set a deposit for just new clients, just existing clients, or all clients. So if maybe you don't have a membership yet, maybe you don't wanna deal with a membership and everybody's just booking online, take a deposit and make that deposit uh, either a percentage or dollar, whatever works best for your numbers, and make sure that that deposit covers the time that you would pay yourself because you're still gonna have to be there. That way, if they cancel, you already have their money and you say, okay, well, the payment, the prepayment serves as your cancellation policy. If you have any questions, you can see this, whatever else comes after that, but take the deposit. And I'm hearing in the background of my head, um, people saying, yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Guess what? (laughs) I just had, I just hired a groomer for my cat that took a $30 deposit two months ahead of when I booked the appointment. Like deposits are happening. Like they are, they are more prevalent than you know. So I don't know what, I don't, just start doing. It's the only way to protect yourself. It's only, it's the only way to protect yourself and eliminate that. Well, I just had a no call, no show and I'm out that money. Guess what? People that don't want to prepay because their budgets are maybe not in line, or maybe the value of what you're providing isn't isn't what they value, are not going to book with you, and you don't want them in your door.
0: I have deposits in my business. I do it. Um, I do a flat rate deposit for okay. uh, photo booth, and I do retainer for um, my uh, consulting. Uh, essentially, I've it does several things. It Puts the right cl- clients who understand a deposit or a retainer um, are the clients that I want. Right. Right. And so I'm not saying I've filtered out the crap, but I essentially have set myself up to attract the right clients. Right. Uh, the ones who are going to pay on time, not, uh, you know, disrespect the pro- the policies that I have in place. Right. So, um, you know, I, I, have, I have them in place for my businesses and I think it's... Um, I think it's I think it's important. I don't even have an issue with a hundred percent deposit for a first time booking. Uh, if you if you want somebody to pay for their entire thing before they show up, just to, to ensure if they're the right person that they intend on showing up, right? They're not going to have an issue with it. Well,
1: and I and here's here's my thing about it. When I uh, added that deposit fee in, <clears throat> it was amazing to me how many people actually just chose to prepay for the whole darn thing, including tip like even new people. And I was like, OK, like I wasn't planning on that. And it's it was a little bit of an adjustment, like numbers wise, because I enjoy getting the bulk charge of my membership and then those periodic payments throughout the month um, as well. So it kind of it's well, it's, it's Zach's problem. <laughs> He's the one that deals with all of those tracking payments and stuff like that. So um, again super cute idea to have a bookkeeper. Put a put
0: a topic down for tipping. I want to talk about tipping at some point. Okay. Um okay, so you, do you remember I don't remember what years ago Super Bowl. So Super Bowl they charged their advertisements for like 30 seconds or 15 seconds at a time, right? And uh years ago there was this Super Bowl ad and it was for Miller High Life. And okay. what they did is they bought 1 second and they literally what? came on the screen. And the guy goes, hi, life. And then it goes to the next commercial.
1: Why? So
0: they saved themselves a crap ton of money because they did a one second commercial. They were comedic about well, it. But
1: it's memorable.
0: They ramped it up. It's memorable. I remember it now. And I think this Super Bowl was many, many years ago. This might have been like 12, 15 years ago that this Super Bowl ad ran. I'd have, I'll have to look it up to find out when that was. But all that to say is... Done for you newsletters. We have a pretty significant piece of our business that is done for you. We -hmm. we do social media posts for you. Uh, We do all the content. We do everything. All you do is copy paste, copy paste posts. Uh, We now are also going to be doing our newsletter. Uh, Is it available now or it's coming? Is it available now? It's coming. It's coming, (laughs) yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Done for you newsletters. Newsletters are gold. Email is uh, the number one form of communication for people uh, outside of text messaging. So you are going to get in front of the right people at the right time via email. Um, It should be a pivotal part of your business. Uh, Stay in front of mind. You know, people are talking about how do I get my clients back? Stay front of mind, send yeah. them send them information that they need. And guess what? We're going to do it for you. You don't even have to think about it. You literally get the email, you copy it, you post it, put it in your MailChimp, put I, it in your I, contact.
1: I laugh because like there, I mean, I have like two emails. One's my junk email inbox where all like my coupons and everything go. And like, I hate seeing Michael's emails every day, but gosh darn it, I know where exactly to go. <laughs> if I need a craft item because 10 to 1, I probably have a coupon sitting in my email inbox. Exactly. It's not annoying. Don't think that you're gonna be bothering your clients with a simple once a month newsletter. If they wanna unsubscribe, they'll unsubscribe. Right. That's it.
0: That's it. That's it. That's That's all we got for today.
1: Oh, that's all we got for today. What do we got next week? Oh, okay, so next week we haven't We haven't done this in a while, but we're going to, again, kind of revisit your rebooking process. So, uh, and that's kind of, kind of take us on. We talked about this like a couple weeks ago. It got brought up um, rebooking and our six step process that we always talk about um, that gets you that rebook every single time. Should be a hot topic.
0: Love it. Love it.
1: Love it. That was a successful um voice
0: Yeah. Well, I don't even know what that's from. Anyways,
1: doesn't matter. That one's not mine, <laughs> but I've played okay. that. Okay. Okay, we are done, folks. Keep bit. folding. <laughs> keep folding your sheets and we will see you next week. Take it to the next level.